Hello and welcome back to The Wrap. This is our weekly look at the top economic development stories happening in central Ohio. Uh, we got a good one uh, this week with real estate news, protesters, marijuana, and comfort food. I am Doug Buchanan. I'm here this week with... Mark Summerson. Haley Colombo. Dan Eaton. Okay, all right. Why don't we get right into this? I think the big news this week was the visit by CNN, The New York Times, and 12 Democratic candidates to Otterbein's campus in lovely Westerville. Haley, you went up there, and uh, what'd you find? Yeah, it was a very um, lively scene in Westerville. I didn't actually go to the campus because it was super busy, Mm -hmm. Um, but I stayed in the downtown area Mm -hmm. and talked with many of the local businesses there, as well as people who had come in from all over the country to participate. Most of them were just, were not actually going to be in the debate hall or anything like that. They were just there. I was surprised by how many out of state visitors there were. And obviously that meant influx of business for some of the local restaurants and bars there. A lot of the sort of eating and drinking establishments were extremely busy, especially for a Tuesday. I mean, this was more like a good Saturday night for them, it seemed like, on a Tuesday. So that was good for them. And then some of the local businesses that did not specialize in food and drink were totally dead. Yes, yeah, some you know, closed, didn't they? Yes. A lot had signs on the doors that just said we're reopening Wednesday. So just get out of town rather than deal with all yeah. of this nonsense going on. But how, how did yeah. Otterbein get this in the first place, yes. which is quite a coup for a small school? So the interesting thing is they did not seek it out. I thought that was... I kind of had envisioned going into this that they must have been jockeying with all these other universities trying to score this. But no, it was CNN just called them out of the blue one day and just said, essentially, hey, are you, you know, would you guys be potentially interested in hosting a large event? Mm -hmm. And they were like, "Uh." I think they said they I, I quoted them in the story about like they had their they had their guesses about what that might be. So they kind of had a hunch what it might be but and then it you know then people from cnn came out looked at the campus and then kind of revealed hey this is what it's going to be so they were really gung-ho about it the president there said that he thought that people reached out to them in the first place because john Kasich does his cnn appearances from yeah okay yeah so there's a connection yes it's kind of obvious but not necessarily. I don't think that I've heard that they've calculated this, but I mean the the uh, media buy equivalent of uh, the the exposure that they got must have been tremendous for because it was all over every news story, mm-hmm. print, TV, radio for days and days. So yeah, I should follow up and ask them about that. You know, like <laughs> what they've calculated. <laughs> yeah, that do as, your job. Or, sorry, <laughs> I did not ask them to quantify if that. If only but. somebody would call Autobahn. <laughs> They seemed to think it was not only a coup for their own branding, getting their name out there, that sort of thing that they would never be able to afford. But then on the other side of things, engaging their students in the democratic process, which sounds really nice, but also seemed like they were legitimately doing that. Like the Mm -hmm. students were 120 students were hired by CNN to work. That's great. They stood in. This is kind of fun. Imagine being a student who got to kind of stand in 
as each of the candidates at the podiums. Like they needed people of a specific oh, sure. height, mm-hmm. like oh, a yeah. spe- like specific look yeah. of oh, all wow. the candidates. So I think it was oh, theater yeah, so. students who got to do that. And then they had students who were actually like liaising with campaigns, like helping mm. situate them yeah. in Outer Binds. So I saw cool. pictures and watched it. The transformation of the... Uh, athletic facility on campus into the debate halls. Amazing. We had an event in there a couple months back. Oh, yeah. the breakfast. 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 Yeah, yeah right. The last year or so. Yeah. yeah, and it's an athletic facility, so it it's, it did not look like one. No, when they no, did it. not it at was, all. It was nice. Is liaising a word? Yeah. <laughs> I would never, yes. I, I would see. never use it, but okay. yes. Should I re-say <laughs> that? No, <laughs> no, no. Liaising's no, no. a word. He's, he's Okay. He'll tell you I'll you're mispronouncing your... it because he tells everybody that he's pronouncing well, it. Well, I'm not going down that road again right now. <laughs> All right, uh, let's switch to real estate. Uh, we have big news downtown because say what you will about Capitol Square and uh, its uh, attractiveness, but we're getting a big investment on a square or in a corner there that has been uh, vacant for quite some time. Mark, you used to park there, is that right? Very close to that, yeah. It's uh, right at 3rd and State Streets, across the street from Bricker and Eckler on one corner and the State House on the other. Okay. Uh, it is a parking lot. Next to that is an empty bank. Next to that is a parking lot. And mm. next to that is the Columbus Dispatch's old headquarters. Okay. If that helps anybody. Sure. It's right there at 34 South, 3rd going south. Right. The Wolf family has owned it forever, um, and it has always been surface parking lots and this bank that's been closed forever. Yeah. And now, finally, after all these years, apparently there's going to be some action on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not surprised that somebody is finally building something there, but I just I don't know why it took so long. I mean, that it can't have been that lucrative as a parking lot for two decades, but regardless, uh, you know, good, good for them for doing it. And they're not doing the standard... Capitol Square, twenty-story tower. They're Mm-mm. just one of those mixed-use combo things. Do you want to hear what it's going to be? Yeah, let's I, hear I can it. quote. Okay, from their uh, uh, statement that they released. Okay. Vibrant mixed-use development, <laughs> including retail, <laughs> restaurant, office, multifamily, and a parking garage. Oh, that, all that's in one. Exciting, yeah. So yeah. So something new. Something <laughs> new. <laughs> yeah. Every other corner of Capitol Square has something on it and has done fairly well, but. You know, the, I'll say this about the Wolf family. When they hold on to real estate, they hold on to real <laughs> yeah, estate. Seriously, yeah. um, and now they, they look like they want to actually do something with it. <laughs> They're not getting rid of it. It's their own branches doing the work on it. Oh, own, right, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, uh, Capital Square Limited. Capital Square Limited, sure. Which is the arm of the Wolf family. Right, right. Okay, let's pivot a little bit. I guess this is somewhat real estate, but there's another medical marijuana dispensary now open in Columbus. This one is over by the airport, and it is the city's third, I want to say. Is that right? Yes. Okay. It's on, uh, is it Cassidy or? Cassidy. Cassidy up by 5th or something, I, I believe. It's, it's up, up toward, toward the, the airport. airport. Yeah, Closer to the airport than it is to Bexley. So that gives us three, and we're supposed to have... More. Yeah, we're supposed to have like half a dozen, aren't we, at least? At some this point. It says five dispensary licensees. Five, okay. So we actually got a, a step closer to the fourth one because uh, one of the companies was uh, paid a $300,000 fine 
to settle uh, with state regulators over whether they had broken the rules by selling the company to an out-of-state investor too soon. Yes. Right. The state has all sorts of rules when it comes to medicinal marijuana yes. and licensure, and they, um, yeah, they, they spanked this, this company, mm. but they can now do business and open. Yes, they can. And I would imagine the day that the holding period ends, they're going to go right back to that public company mm-hmm. and probably rehook up with them, but who knows? So I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah, we have a slideshow up of the um, newest dispensary that's open, and it, it's it's a dispensary. Yeah. Very sterile. Pretty, pretty basic. Yeah. Um, Did you, you know. know they don't let uh, the media in to look at it if the product's actually inside the store? I learned that this week. Me too. I did not know that. Yeah. That's a state rule, you mean? Apparently. If you don't they have... have many rules. <laughs> yes, if you don't have a license, yes. uh, one of the cards that allows you to get medicinal marijuana, you are not allowed in there. Okay. You can't yeah, be a guest. That's true. That's you can't true. just wander in and ask what they have. Right. So how do staff members get in? Well, they Or regulators? There. Well, they're allowed. They're allowed. They set the rules. Oh, yeah. But if you're just a casual observer of cannabis, you cannot go in and look. There's no window shopping. Okay, transitioning from uh, marijuana to Bob Evans, as uh, as you're wont to do, I suppose. (laughs) I have never wanted to do that. (laughs) News on... Maybe uh, TJ's country. (laughs) It's closer. (laughs) Cinnabon. Open open later. (laughs) It is open later, Okay, this week's cover story is about Bob Evans, who who has been pretty quiet because the company, uh, this was in 2017. early 2017. Early 2017, they split up. The restaurants and the food business, they both went their separate ways, and Bob Evans' restaurants went private, and as such, they haven't really been saying too much, but they uh, actually have been making moves to turn things around, and uh, Dan, you talked to Saeed Moseni, Moseni, how do you say Moseni. Moseni. You talked to Saeed, their CEO, this week. Uh, what, what did he have to say? Yeah, this is the, the first time they've they've talked in, in any sort of detail about their life as a, a private company. So, you know, we mostly went through the timeline of what they've been up to these mm-hmm. last few years. First year, there was a lot of uh, housekeeping, you know, kind of literally in that they, they sold their headquarters. They are still there, but they're now just a tenant in it. It's, it's actually mostly 31 Gifts now who mm. bought that property. Um, and they did some a lot of behind the scenes. They had to split from the food products business, which which also ended up being acquired by a separate company in 2017. Mm. And then uh, since then, they've been focused on the restaurants and uh, just improving what they do. In the last few years, as a uh, public company, one of the big initiatives was to to make the the restaurant operations more efficient and uh, it may be a little more profitable. And one mm. of the ideas to do that was, hey, we have a food products company that yeah. makes mac and cheese and that makes sausage gravy and that makes sausage. They were obviously supplying the sausage, right. but but there was a lot of food products that then started coming into the restaurant basically bagged, yeah. pre-made. And Which it, is what I consider like Applebee's and, mm. and those types to be, like just bagged food, mm-hmm. heated up, yeah. right? 
Yeah. So so Bob Evans had had done that in a lot of ways, and and the the current leadership thought that that um, hurt their reputation uh, in the long run. So one of the so the big restaurant change has been they've been they've been improving their sourcing for ingredients. They've gone back to you know sausage gravy is easy example. Hmm. Um, they are still supplied with sausage from Bob Evans, the food products company, of course, but uh, they're making that sausage gravy in the restaurants now, which they weren't doing a, a few years ago. Can customers still get crepes? Yes, customers can get crepes. Thank you for asking, Mark. Uh, you know, one of the, the the other things I talked about with with Saeed was the evolution of the menu. Hmm. And one of the funny anecdotes he shared was was you know they looked at uh, you know again in, in in sort of the the, the last years as a public company you know they tried different things they promoted brunch for example which you just don't think of. Bob Evans is a, is a brunch place. Mm-hmm. Not just you can't have some of that same food, but right. you don't think of Bob Evans for brunching. You know, they had quinoa uh, mm. bowls on the menu, which, again, not really Bob Evans. No. Um, That's not from the farm. Right. I don't right. know where quinoa is made, but <laughs> I, it's not on either. a farm. I don't either. It's a healthy grain. Is it? Yeah. So it is from a farm. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought yeah. it was from a factory somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, Isn't everything from a farm? I thought it was made of plastic or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yes, so they so, took off the quinoa. Yes, yeah, so they, t- they took off quinoa and, and some of the other uh, uh, maybe non-core dishes they, they were doing. But one of the ones they removed was actually crepes. And they got enough complaints that uh, that they actually brought crepes back. So, so they are still doing things that maybe you wouldn't think of as the... Uh, the traditional Bob Evans mm. uh, uh, meal, but it's it's stuff that there are a lot of French people are. like Bob Evans. <laughs> so <laughs> it seems. So um, they they had a healthier takeout business than I thought mm-hmm. that they did too. Like, what was the percentage? Uh, it's, I want to say it's about eighteen yeah. percent. So, so takeout is it? That's one of the reasons they feel pretty good about where they're at now. Their sales are their same restaurant sales are up for the first time in a long time. Their customer satisfaction scores are good, um, and they think they think takeout is kind of a, a, another key piece. To, to why they, they feel good about the future because people want greater convenience and value and hmm. takeout is one way a restaurant uh, can do that because you can get yeah. that quote-unquote you know, home-cooked quotes, yeah. a, a meal you know, relatively easily and, uh, and affordably um, and just take it right home. So they have, if you go to any restaurants, they've, they've had takeout spots for a while. Um, not just Bob Evans, but if you go to any sort of casual restaurant, just take make note of how many takeout parking spots are now mm-hmm. reserved yeah. in front of restaurants. I used to be the to-go specialist for Chili's. See? Worked at Chili's for many, many years. Okay. First, because you have to be 18 to be a waitress. So before I was 18, I was a to-go girl. And then All you I did was 18, bring the food out to their car? I would, like, package it up, oh. check people out, and, like, there was, yeah, like, a separate entrance. Yep. There was dedicated parking spots just for to-go, a separate mm. entrance in the back, and then I was there with a little cash register huh. getting people's food I'm together. trying to think of which restaurant I would least rather go to, Chili's or Applebee's, and I think it's a toss-up. Wow, that is... Oh, there goes, <laughs> there goes <laughs> that sponsorship. <laughs> 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 I'm just throwing that out. Uh, uh, at one point, Bob well, Evans had a lot of restaurants. Yes. Uh, what are they? What was their peak, and what are they down uh, to th- now? Their peak was. I, I'm trying to remember the year. I want to say kind of mid 2000s, 05, 06, 07, around there, and they were up almost to 600, yeah. a little shy of 600. They're actually only at. They're at 478 now, so that's mm-hmm. so relative to the restaurant industry. That's not 
you know maybe as big of a of a cut as yeah. people might think, or, yeah. or or as other brands have have suffered since this sale. They've closed about fifty, I think, when they okay. were sold a couple of years ago. It was about five twenty five, and again they're about four seventy eight now. Mm. They feel pretty stable with that. They're opening a handful of new ones. One down. Uh, in uh, the villages in Florida, which <laughs> is a, an appropriate market for them. So, Haley, have you been to a Bob Evans? I, many, many years ago, I went to a Bob Evans okay. for breakfast, meeting family friends there. Isn't that, so that's, is it all day long? Yeah, or is it yeah. they have they lunch have and dinner. dinner. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you can but get breakfast all, day, breakfast all day, yes. day long. Yes. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yes. And that's like kind of, I mean, that's, what that's what I think of it as more of like right. a like a Denny like yeah yeah, Denny's yeah. yeah. no that's very true Denny's Cracker Barrel IHOP yeah it's very much in that in that segment mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Which yeah. is actually another reason why they feel okay about the future, because with everyone saying uh, recession is coming, the family dining segment is an area of restaurants that historically, at mm-hmm. least, um, but I mean, realistically, everyone's going to lose sales to, to yeah, some degree, right. but it's a little more resilient than other segments of the restaurant industry. Yeah, I, I stopped going to Ruth Chris and head over to um, to Bob Evans during there recession. I yeah. always do that. <laughs> Um, one thing <laughs> interesting that I do not so Denny's and IHOP mm-hmm. obviously have really embraced like their late night businesses, mm-hmm. but I don't think of Bob Evans obviously the same way. They, they, have they don't even stay to, open late. Yeah. So, as soon yeah, as the sun sets, yeah. But is that like a, I don't know, maybe it's just a brand thing. Like that doesn't go with what their yeah, vibe is. Yeah, I think is. so. I, I yeah. don't, I, I have been covering them for a long time, so you'd think I'd remember, but I don't even know if they've even made it. I've never even heard of them trying to, try, to, to yeah. try to court that, that type of business. Mm-hmm. All right. That's about it for this week. I'm sure next week will be equally newsy. So please check back uh, then and we'll have uh, updates for you. Thanks a lot. <laughs>